From the Utah School Counselors Association, this is The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. I'm Nate Webb. And I'm Hilary Emmer. We can't wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. All right, everybody, we are back. So today on the sounding board, we're going to be talking to one of our amazing sponsors, Safe UT. We're going to be talking to Ashley. So thankful that here she is here on the show. Welcome, Ashley. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So, Ashley, for those school counselors who live under a rock in Utah, because um, I swear Safe UT is everywhere. What is Safe UT? Yeah, absolutely. So Safe UT is a wonderful resource. Uh, We are legislatively funded and it is a crisis intervention app. And the app is available as to students, educators, and also the parents and guardians of those students of any school that is enrolled. Uh, Enrollment for all public schools, K through 12 and higher ed um, is at no cost. And then the users, like I said, students, uh, parents, guardians, and educators have access to master's level clinicians 24-7, 365 uh, at no cost to them. So what, because I, okay, we use Safe UT daily. We get tips all day, every day. And so do you guys, because you guys are the ones who send them to us. Um, what, what, what are those tips with Safe UT? Explain some, some for, for those who have like, okay, so what is this intervention? How do you guys, what's going on here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so once the app is downloaded, there are different features from the, the home screen. One of those being start a chat. So users can click the start a chat button and it's basically just text messaging a two-way conversation uh, with a master's level clinician. And that's where that crisis intervention uh, really is apparent um, because crisis is, the definition for crisis is different for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, users can reach out for you know a plethora of reasons um, of what they're struggling and working through. Um, so in addition to the start a chat feature, there's the start the call feature. Uh, so they can click that button and the number for the Utah state crisis line will pre-populate into their cell phone and they can start uh, a phone conversation with a crisis counselor as well. And then finally uh, is the submit a tip button, which you mm-hmm. were asking about. Yep. Um, so as well as CPT's crisis intervention, it is all a school safety app as well. So users can submit a tip. Um, and then we ask for a category there. Again, a long list of categories from bullying to potential school threat to guns to drugs to, um, you know, crisis for another student if they know if they're worried about another student's mental health. So they can select the category uh, they will provide us. And we ask for as much information as possible, including the location, the date and time, you know, the description of what's happening, uh, other people with the knowledge. And then we do uh, give. So, for example, uh, social media is a huge craze right now. And, you know, in December, we had potential school threat social media scare. Uh, so a lot of students use Safe UT to make their schools aware of that. So they saw this posted on social media, they took a screenshot of it, they submitted it to Safe UT. Uh, and again, our master's level counselors are the first ones to see these tips. So they open the tips on our end, they review the information. Uh, if there uh, is missing information or if they have some questions and they would like to find out more, uh, our clinicians can open a two-way conversation with the individual that submitted the tip. 
uh, to ask more information. And then once that clinical assessment is completed by our clinicians, we will send it over to the appropriate school personnel where that mm. school belongs. Yeah. And it is worth mentioning too, that when you submit a tip, you remain anonymous. So a lot of kids that are maybe frightened that they might get in trouble, they might lose the trust of their friends, they're scared of a lot of different things, their identity remains anonymous. So they can have confidence that they can submit tips to help people get the help they need without being exposed themselves. So they don't have the fear of their identity being known or some of those other fears that come with what they feel like ratting their friends out, which it's not. Our, our school safety team has the bad rep of, oh, that's a snitch app, which mm-hmm. it's not um, <laughs> It's p- helping people get the help they need and keeping everybody safe. Now, what are some of the features of safety that you would think are kind of like underknown? Like most people don't know much about them because like they mostly know about the whole tipping and all that good stuff. Are there any, any functions of safety that you think educators should know about that they might not? Uh. So those are the the main three functions, but I will uh, hit home on the chat feature um, because a lot of, like you said, some students and educators and parents might see SafeUT as the snitch app. Um, Again, very similarly, a lot of students know SafeUT as the suicide app. Uh, And yes, it is here for suicide prevention. Uh, However, like I said, the definition of crisis is different for any individual. Um, Mm -hmm. So we would really like to see more students and especially educators, because again, we are here to support educators. And, you know, now is a hard time. The past two years have been a whirlwind for everybody and just struggling and getting through the day. And if you just need someone to talk to, someone to um, dump your your feelings or your thoughts on, it's two in the morning, you can't sleep. uh, That chat feature is really there to support you. It does not have to be a severe, serious um, a crisis that, that might include suicidal thoughts or suicidal ideations. Uh, it doesn't have to be to that scale or to that caliber. Uh, however, we are here to support both. Um, and like you said, I would like to hit home that the app is confidential. Um, mm-hmm. The chat is confidential. The call is confidential. The tip is confidential. The only thing Uh, So when you first download the app, it does ask users to choose a status. So you can choose K through 12 student, higher ed student, or parent, guardian, and educator. Mm -hmm. Um, And those who choose K through 12 or higher ed student, the next screen, we do ask them to choose which school they are enrolled in. Um, And that is because when schools do enroll, again, they enroll at no cost, but they also provide uh, a list of contacts at their school. So in case our clinicians are chatting with a student who might be in an imminent risk situation, uh, we can go to those school-specific contacts and start asking for help and support to um, possibly identify the student and and make sure they're safe. So students are asked what school they go to. Parents, guardians, educators are not. um, And that is the only information that our clinicians know about users. Wow. So this is very, I mean, that that chat feature, it reminds me a lot of the 741741 hotline. Um, the, the, just the mental health crisis hotline that you can text back and forth to people, but this safe UT chat again, 24, seven, 365, right? Yes. Yes. And our, our clinicians that have a current average response rate between 30 to 40 seconds. And like I said, that's even two in the morning as well. So within 30 to 40 seconds, you can be chatting with a master's level clinician. Uh, they are not robots. They are not volunteers. Uh, they are 
professional clinicians employed by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute at the University of Utah. And for those who don't know what that is, that is the the fancy of fancy at Utah. Okay, that is the best, the best. <laughs> um, dang. So you're saying, let's say a student wakes up two or three o'clock in the morning, they're having a panic attack, they don't know what to do, they pull out their phone, they can start a chat with a master's level clinician who can walk them through this experience. Yeah, at no cost. Oh, guys, this is, <laughs> this is pretty good, guys. I don't know. So counselors, hop on this big time. Um, wow. Well, this has been so great, Ashley. Thank you so much. How can people get a hold of the app? You just type in Safe UT on the in the in the store. Yeah, absolutely. So it is available in both the Google Play Store and the Apple Store. Uh, if you type in Safe UT, there'll actually be three apps that show up. Uh, educators will be looking for the light blue one. It simply just says Safe UT. That is the original app um, geared towards education and educators and students. Um, after that uh, success of the first launch, we did launch Safe UT National Guard. So that app is green. Uh, and that is to, you know, give our services and our mental health counselors uh, to the National Guard members of Utah and their families and their communities to support their mental health as well. And then back in January of 2021, we launched Safe UT Frontline, which uh, again, gives our services to uh, frontline workers, healthcare, fire, EMS, police, uh, to support their mental health and, and their families and communities. Um, so if your counselors specifically are downloading the app, yes, if you can go ahead and choose the light blue one, um, that's the one that can support you best. Wow. So there you go, go guys. Um, I didn't know that about the National Guard one. That's so cool because I know that like veteran suicide is ridiculously high. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like those people that served our country, getting, giving them some service back, that's way cool. Now, you guys don't know this, but I know Ashley at a little different role as well. Um, they have a new cool thing with the safe UT super user thing going on right now, um, with some select schools trying this out. Um, some of you guys listening might be familiar cause you might be on the programs and stuff. Tell us a little bit about this. Cause I know it's a, it's a big old, big old can of worms, <laughs> but tell us a little bit about the idea behind this. Yes. Uh, it has been streamlined a bit, so that makes it a bit, uh, easier, right? Uh, but so I'm a dual report employee with um, the Huntsman Mental Health Institute, but also the Utah State Board of Education. Uh, so I work with my leadership over at the Board of Education. We wrote a Safe UT Super User Grant uh, that is available to all LEAs across Utah. Um, it is closed for this school year. However, it will be open for uh, school year 22-23, probably in July and August. Um, and the goal is to just, yes, obviously spread awareness of safety tea, but to also spread awareness of mental wellness. Uh, so we do ask each super user to create a school safety student advisory board with at least 10 students uh, that represent their school. And then we ask, to, we ask them to meet with their students four times uh, to just discuss different school safety things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we give them those presentations um, to mm-hmm. have with their students. So some might yeah. include safety tea, um, a learning about SROs or learning about traumatic brain injuries, things mm. as such. Uh, and then the second part of that, so moving forward, super users will be asked to host two different trainings at their school, one being QPR, and that uh, audience could be students, staff, or parents or community members. And then we will also ask them to host a youth mental health first aid 
training session as well. And that audience will be um, the adults of education. So educators, parents, guardians, and community members. And again, that is to just spread mental, mental health curricula throughout our state and um, definitely talks about suicide prevention and just um, taking care of one another. So mm-hmm. making sure our mental wellness uh, is there and positive, but also those around us. Yeah. And like, our, so our school is one of the first schools that were kind of piloted on the program a little bit. And mm-hmm. at first, I know that we were like, ah, another thing, but it very quickly became not another thing. Um, like the resources that they give super users are great. And on top of that, the, the trainings that we help facilitate for the community, it like gives actual good things to the community. QPR is, is suicide prevention training, um, where you learn how to help people when you think that they might be in crisis where they they might hurt themselves, especially, um, and having that training on hand is so helpful because like, especially in Utah, a lot of the community members are volunteers for church organizations and stuff like that. And stuff happens on overnight trips a lot. Mm-hmm. And these volunteers don't know what to do. I myself was at a girl's camp last summer where a girl was engaged in self-harm and suicide ideation. And had I not been there as a school counselor, they would have just been babysitting her all night, 24 seven, just watching her. Um, and so like giving these resources to the community is amazing. So if you have a chance to jump on that train, I would highly encourage it. It is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being on the sounding board today. Thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email thesoundingboard at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other school counselors find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselor Association. USCA members also receive bi-monthly newsletters to stay up to date on current Utah school counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UT School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselor Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go. Let's go.